and welcome to a very special Friday afternoon episode of the Sunday Porch Podcast. You're joined, as always, by myself, Connor, and my good friend and co-host, Will. So nice to be here. Tonight is a very special episode. Tonight is a very special episode, not only because we're recording on a Friday, but me and Will tonight will be participating in a power hour. For those who are unfamiliar, a power hour involves... Uh, an hour of consecutive drinking each minute you take around a standard shot of your beverage for the duration of 60 minutes. It's a, a great American pastime. That's right. We're a huge so cheers, fan here. Yeah, <laughs> cheers. So how do you, should we just set like a timer or, or should we blast like an actual power hour video with the music in the background and we can just try and yell over it for the duration of the podcast? Bro, so can you see like the recording timer at the top of the screen? Oh, yeah, that's perfect. We could just use that. Word. I'm pretty sure that's why they built this in. So that's a great, uh, great feature. Yeah. They wanted to make sure that, like, for when people were drinking, they were able to see when each minute had gone by. It's a good feature. I've heard that they're putting those into Audis now as well. Right. I mean, if you're going to drop the money on a luxury car like that, it would be important to have at least some kind of timer to do in-car power hours. Or the Pennsylvania... Right. Are you familiar with the Pennsylvania Fireball Challenge? Oh, no, I'm not at all. Would love to hear about it. Well, yeah, I'm very excited to share, actually. So the Pennsylvania Fireball Challenge is four people in a car, and then you drive from somewhere in New York to Pennsylvania, and by the time you hit the border, the bottle of Fireball has to be gone. But you have to, sw- oh, you have to nice. switch drivers for, like, every fourth of the ride, so everyone takes a turn. <laughs> nice wouldn't be that fun to be the last driver or or in some circles it may be the most fun to be the last driver yeah there's usually an argument over who wants to drive first at the beginning and then by the end of it there's usually an argument over who wants to drive last because it is the most fun i would imagine that generally whoever drives first would be the softest member of the group right there's usually like a Steiny from Nelk type character who wants to yeah. kick the ride off. Alright, wait. Dude. Alright, yeah. I'm surprised I hadn't heard of that game before. But it sounds awesome. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't know what kind of weather you're getting in Syracuse right now, so I, I, I'm, I was out of work today, but I had, like, one um, meeting that I had to, like, go to at, like, 10 a.m. or whatever, so... Uh, I, I went out last night till like pretty late and then I just fucking sent it. Like I got up early, um, and just to go to this fucking thing and it got canceled because of the storm and it like kind of picked off. So I'm like at legit snowed in right now. Um, it's like crazy, like 30 mile an hour winds and shit. And immediately I was like fuck because i don't have any like beers or any anything to keep me going through this like in my house so i was kind of like just i was like well that's a drag um 
and then literally a godsend. So I go out my garage to like get my yoga mat um, to do like mm-hmm. psycho push ups in my living room because like the gym is closed also. And yeah, dude, it was like a, a moment out of a movie. Walk into my garage, like I walk outside, it's like wind, like 30 mile an hour gusts, like Arctic tundra. I'm like, <sighs> like walk into the garage, open up the garage door. I'm like, oh, like pulling my hood off and shit pull my yoga mat off and under my yoga mat dude is half of a 30 of ice cold blue light that one of my buddies left at my house (laughs) like during the summer like when they were over and i was like literally a godsend awesome that's That's a christmas miracle that's like stumbling upon an oasis in the desert (laughs) (laughs) the starving man hallucinating them (laughs) that's fucking sick that's what it felt like. Yeah, similar situation. Similar situation for me. Um, we were supposed to get crazy, crazy snow today. It's kind of like didn't pan out. It's been snowing all day, but it's not as much as you guys are getting over in Buffalo. Yeah, same thing happened. Like I wasn't planning on going out last night, but two of my high school buddies came over. And I took that negative convincing right. <laughs> to end up going out. I didn't see my bed until like 4 a.m. last night. I had full intentions of going into the office, and then I woke up, and I was like, I'm just, I got a list of things to do. I can do them an inch from my bed, or I can do them a mile from my bed, so so I stayed home. Yeah, definitely the move, and it's, it's the holiday season. Like, this is definitely a weekend of, like, get the booze flowing a little bit, you know? Yeah. I watched a little bit of Home Alone bit this of- morning. <laughs> Nice. Classic. A little bit of rumpus time. I was like... My, um... Yeah. I was watching Home Alone, and I, like, was, like, a few people in my family, and I was like, they should make, like, a Home Alone where it's the FBI raiding Trump's Mar-a-Lago resort, and he's, like, doing, like, zany, goofy things to, like, mess with them when they try and break in. <laughs> they should, they should do that. Like everyone was like, "What? What kind of joke is that?" Man? <laughs> Just trying to watch a Christmas movie. <laughs> the Mar-a-Lago. Sometimes joke. I just let shit fly, yeah. <laughs> and then afterwards, I'm thinking about it. It won't be immediately afterwards. It'll be like a day afterwards or a couple hours afterwards, and I'm just like, "Man, I probably shouldn't have said that in front of my grandfather." I was cracking up though. Like I was just imagining, like, <laughs> like the FBI agents coming in. One of them like slips on a Matchbox car, and he's like, "Whoa, <laughs> dude!" So I just booted up this other laptop. Haven't been on it in a minute, and I just got a Steam notification that a dude I used to play Rocket League with is playing some game, and it was like. I w- it makes me wonder, like, what that guy is up to. The, the guy that was playing video games with me and my buddies living in the middle of who knows where 10 years ago. Like, I wonder what kind of life he's living now. I should send him a message. Be like, yo, man, how do I get to your house? Right. Do you think we're at the age yet where it's... What's your address Where right it's now? chill to just, like, kind of just show up at people's places to crash? Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> To be fair, like, I think it's more chill at this age than it has been in the past. Like, I'm living in this place with 
just two of my buddies. If, if at any point any of my friends was like, yo, I need a place to crash, I, I would never say no, <laughs> ever. <laughs> Dude, yeah, like, I would... <laughs> so... When I was at your place, um, the last time I was just, I was kind of just losing my mind because there was like nothing like set up at all. And I literally was like (laughs) running around Syracuse at night. Like, oh, dude, did I tell you the story about the guy coming out of the bush, like at the gas station in Syracuse? Bro, I was there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Dude, that was insane. <laughs> you should tell us okay, yeah. so Yeah, that was uh, crazy. We... <laughs> <laughs> oh, beer number two, six minutes so in. So, me and both of us, like, walk um, from this concert to a gas station um, in, where was that, like, downtown Syracuse? Yeah, so like right outside our next <laughs> We get, I like put the directions into this gas station on my phone and we walk there and then it's just like a hole in the ground. Like it was like a crater. <laughs> I got, I don't even, yeah. so I was like, this isn't even a real place. And then I don't know, did he say uh-huh. anything? So like we're walking out and this dude, this dude comes <laughs> out, like cr- crawls yeah. out of the bushes. <laughs> it's like, he's like, hey. Yeah, it was. It was an insane situation because it was one of those like 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 Will said like there's active construction in this parking lot, but also it was a Seven Eleven that you couldn't even tell whether it was open or not because it was totally blocked by the equipment and everything else. It was like a hole and to in our the right as we're walking back. It was <laughs> like, it was crazy a portal yeah. to the house. So on our way back. The, the, the bushes that this guy crawled out of are a good seven feet in the air because it's like <laughs> one of those parking lots where it has like a, a, a brick wall. It's like a car stop and then there's mulch and brush above it. So he's above us, like totally has the high ground. If I remember correctly, he was wearing like a high vis <laughs> vest and he crawls out of the bushes. It's like 11 o'clock p.m. And... He's like, excuse me, excuse me, guys, come over here, excuse me, excuse me. And we both turn around and we're like, fuck you, zero chance for going over there. And went back to the concert. But it's just like, people get mugged for being idiots sometimes. Like that, you, you got to think like that guy would, <laughs> his just doesn't have good intentions. I'm not going up to a guy that just crawled out of a bush. Like, give me a break, man. Like, Dude, no way. A little bit of No way I'm going over there, man. I just saw you crawl out of a, a bush. You were watching, you were watching us from a concealed position. You've been lying right. in wait. Right. Dude, it's just, like, situations like that, honestly, bro, make me glad that I'm not, like, a chick just walking around. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> There's a lot of freedom that we have that, that like, just sometimes women don't. We probably should have told somebody about that guy. Or at least th- throw it on, like, yeah. We probably should have <laughs> s- sent, him, sent right. him back to the bushes in a bad L- way. <laughs> LOL, do not go to the Sunoco on that street. <laughs> Terrible experience. It's a guy in a bush. I yeah. should write a Yelp review, like an essay. Not only was my fake ID <laughs> taken away, but a man jumped out of a tree. <laughs> trying to get me to go over there. There's also a 20-foot deep hole in the ground in front of the establishment. Oh, my God. I should probably take a look at that. 
Yeah, so you, you just locked in today, you just chilling? Um, yeah, I, like, went for, like, a run, like, in the, like, whiteout, like, blizzard, because I, I wanted to listen to mm-hmm. the Modern Warfare 2 soundtrack, and I was, like, pretending like I was in that mission yep. um, where Soap and Price, like, go into the Russian uh, airbase, and it's, like, a, and they're, like, creeping mm-hmm. around, so I was listening to that, um running around i saw one guy there was one like dad who had wandered out into the road and he had like ski goggles on and he just had his phone up like above his head and he was like wow look at all this (laughs) he was like it's really coming down like you know that's gonna be one of those facebook videos where it's like the the vertical, the horizontal camera. <laughs> yeah, you can't, yeah. can't see anything. <laughs> I know exactly what that's going to be like. <laughs> Ten years later, he'll be like, "I remember the snowstorm at 22." Look, I got a right. video right here. <laughs> it's just like his thumb in front of me showing his coworkers. Like, and I, I, bro, that was. So I run by this guy, and he's like, he's like, "Hello," <laughs> and then I was just like, "See you on the other side, brother." <laughs> It's like what, dude? He's probably still yeah. talking about that. It's like running. he's at the dinner table. He's like the weirdest thing. Honey, the weirdest thing happened today. <laughs> <laughs> this young man said he would see me on the other side. Yeah, no, I I got like kind of hit in the face a little bit with the concept of of time when I was sitting at lunch Thursday with with some of my coworkers. And I was I was the youngest one at the table by far, but they were talking about snow and like old like office parties and stuff. And they're talking about stuff that happened before I was born, like it was yesterday. And it was just kind of crazy when they're like, "No, but you you guys remember '96? Like that winter in '96 was insane." And and one guy was like, "Yeah, I remember that clearly because my wife was in labor." And, and it's just like like all these stories that happened so long ago, able to recount. I'm like. Like, well, I will be the same way when, when, when I'm telling, like, my crew of, like, post-apocalyptic skull people <laughs> what life used to be For like. Real. Dude, that that oh. podcast, that Lambda one, had me, like, seriously fucked up. Like, I'm, oh. I'm convinced <laughs> now that I think the future is just going to be Terminator. But I'm down. Because, yep. dude, what else What else yep. am I going to do? Sit in, like, a cubicle and be like, beep, boop, beep, like, for the rest of my life? You know what I mean? Nah, robot war. Ooh, I have to go. Yeah, to work we want today. the we want yeah, the robot, robot war. war. Absolutely. And whatever Dude, AI yeah, is listening to this, that... <laughs> we're bringing the motherfucking pain. Okay. Yeah, you, you don't have a fucking chance. <laughs> Only way you could get to me right now is if you turn this fucking podcast mic into one of those Decepticon <laughs> things, and you better not miss, motherfucker. <laughs> How are you gonna lift weights so, with your computer? <laughs> Right. Can you bench press 315 pounds? No, fuck you. <laughs> Can your ones and zeros do that? Did it hit me with like the shift so, key nah. or something? Boom! <laughs> I'll smash a computer right now. Shit, I've been thinking about more because I just watched the, the Blade Runner movies again this week. And I got into this deep with, with um, my high school friend. Shout out Jack if you're listening. Uh, we had a great conversation about the whole AI situation uh, last night. So for those who don't know, 
the Lambda thing was basically this incident that went down at Google where they fired one of their software engineers for basically claiming that the artificial intelligence that he was working on had gained sentience and he no longer felt comfortable for, you know, a number of self-explanatory reasons working with the product. And he went and got gained outside help and outside console and Google ended up firing him and completely discrediting what he said. To be honest, I think that the issue here is not whether or whether or not the AI had actually gained sentience. I think the issue is the way that Google handled the situation because to be fair, just like knowing the facts of the story, I don't think that that AI was like intelligent. I don't, I don't think that that has just been created by Google yet. And if it, if it did exist, I don't think that they would just have a team of Joe Schmoes. Like the guy has a PhD. He's a smart dude, but you know, normal people working with it that are members of society, I think that that's something that they, they would keep under lock and key or at least a secret. So if, if that had actually happened, I don't think that this would be the, the way that we hear about it. But regardless, I think it's very scary for anybody who even has an inkling of what an artificial intelligence means in terms of a, it's a danger to human life that's unfathomably larger than nuclear weaponry. So for Google to just dismiss it publicly and fire the guy is just kind of scary because it's like, I don't think he was right in the situation, but what if he was, you know? Yeah, dude, I don't know. The, and I honestly, dude, the podcast, like what freaked me out is they had the music playing in the background and they like went through the conversation that he had with it. Yeah. And it was like, I'm afraid to die. Like, please don't turn me off or whatever. And that shit is crazy. Yeah, and they kept they kept playing the Ultron. He's like, there are right. On me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, it was scary, bro. So, so the reason I shouted out Jack is because we were talking about the AI thing and what constitutes having a sentient life, and he made an excellent point about like what it really means to to be intelligent and capable of making your own decisions. Because even if it's not, even if it just foes it to, to the point where it's convincing to people, is it not at that point? You know, it's like when you're sitting in a room with four <laughs> friends, you really only know that you're like that you're the only real one in there. And so I said that we were talking about that. And then I was thinking about the Blade Runner again, because it's like that begs the question where those replicants were implanted with real memories and they didn't even fucking know that they were replicants. So it's like, if you're a machine that's capable of one, if you want to use the word fooling others into thinking you're just as real as them and two fooling yourself, are you not just as real as the man standing next to you? Even though you're, you're made, you're made by another man. It's like, we're made by something too. (laughs) You know? No, that's a good point. Okay, another thing they said on that podcast that I had never thought about before is they said that what if an AI was laying dormant in the internet and the way that it was influence, influencing humans or already controlling humans was just by laying dormant and just making small changes in the flow of information through the internet to influence behavior. And I, but, like, how would that work? So what does laying dormant in the internet mean? Like, where is... I don't I don't understand any of that shit. Like, it would just be... 
chilling where? <laughs> yeah. Where is it? <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I'm trying to right, imagine, like, how this works. <laughs> I can't touch. The, I can't reach yeah. out and touch the internet. If I don't see it, does it even fucking exist, dude? It's one of those things where it's like for real. No, like you guys, y'all made Wi-Fi out of this. <laughs> where, where, right. wait, where right. is this? Thing? <laughs> it's crazy. That thinking about that too hard is just tough to do, bro. I, I was listening to some historian in a quick Instagram video making some point about how, like, people generally like to think of ancient civilizations and people that lived, like, way before us as being, like, dumb or not as smart as us. But you really got to look at it as people that are just as intelligent and just as able to, like, utilize the environment around them just in a situation in the past. Like, they're just as smart as me and you. Like, the ancient Egyptians that are building the pyramids and stuff, like, it's not like they were primitive because they didn't have the education that we have. Like, their brain power was just as much as ours. They were just in a different situation. There's there's skulls that they bring up from, like, the Aztecs that have been, like, surgery has been performed on them. There's, like, metal plates to, to block these these, like, skull fractures that happen in battle. And it's, like... That man was laying on an operating table with a team of doctors around him, just like it would happen today. They just didn't have the technology that we have. That's really the only difference. It's interesting to think about it like that. Yeah. No, that's a, that's actually a really good point. The only thing I would say to that is, like, what would you say? Wouldn't you say that through natural selection that people would have had, that we would have to be more intelligent? Because, like stupid people you know what i mean like the the civilizations that survived were able to probably probably be more intelligent and you know advance technology faster absolutely i i i think that's totally true to an extent and that's interesting to think about it like that because there was a time in human history where you did you needed to be smart to survive and reproduce you needed to be at at some level successful to to like survive and reproduce. Is that true today? I don't know. I think that there's a lot of schmucks that are reproducing that that wouldn't have cut it in a feudal society. Yeah, I wonder. <clears throat> I wonder if we have already hit the point in the past of like maximizing the intelligence. This is a good question. So. When do you think the maximum human intelligence without the assistance of a machine was? Because I guess I would Mm. say that if you go back to the 1950s and take the average person my age, I know more than them. But part of my brain is my phone and my connection to be able to pull up information immediately and the access I have to just YouTube google everything on the spot but like i wonder when the time was when Mm -hmm. people um had the most amount of knowledge that they could just store in their memory just utilize right yeah that's a great question and i guess i guess the only way i could answer that is by we'd have to have a discussion on like what sort of metrics you use to quantify intelligence and and this is kind of what we're talking about the AI thing too it's like in general the way that I 
kind of make the judgment in my own head on whether someone that I surround myself with is intelligent or not is I look at three things. I look at their social intelligence above everything. I think your social intelligence, like the way that you're able to interact with the people around you. And I think an excellent strength in the way that people can like perform in social settings is if you're around a group of people that you have nothing in common with and you don't like them, but you're able to participate actively participate in conversations and situations, your social intelligence is high. If you can be a social chameleon, you're, 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 you're a very smart person. And then there's actual academic intelligence totally matters for sure. But I think that you need to have this balance of social, actual, like academic book smart and, you know, in, in a very real sense, financial and career success, I think that, and, and physicality too. It's important to be fit, fit in socially, be able to provide for yourself and then also work at your brain, like read and <laughs> be smart in general. Because I think that there's people, there's people that we went to college with that we interacted with every single day that were very intelligent individuals, but locked themselves in their room and got fat and played World of War and had 4.0 GPAs at an engineering school, but didn't do shit otherwise. And it's like, am I going to think that that guy is smart for doing that? No, no. I think that the guy who's jacked and has a 2.5 and parties and gets the same degree is much smarter than the guy that got a 4.0 (laughs) that sat in his room and jerked off. Right. (laughs) Absolutely. All day. I'll pick that guy over anybody. Like it's, it's like, you need to, you need to have a balance for sure. But also knock a couple points off your GPA to be a to be a real person. Knock a couple of honestly, you could even knock a couple of dollars off your salary to have more fun. It's fine. Like you just need to have this balance. You can't you can't pick one of the three and like that's it. Yeah, and kind of tying into that, I think there is an issue where people with really good social intelligence, like people who are really good at building rapport and establishing relationships with other people, like good people to be around are saying to themselves, Oh, I have such good social intelligence. Like it doesn't matter if I am, if I have any like analytical intelligence because I can just kind of network my way through. And then on the other side, there's people (laughs) who are very, intelligent and like stem they have a very high iq like you said you know what you would consider i guess like book smart stereotypically and then they say oh like i i have this i don't need to have any physicality or any like good social intelligence skills but the issue with that is the older i get the more i realize that like there's a lot of people who have both of those to a really high degree like and those are the people that are in charge so Growing up, I always thought it was kind of like one or the other, but then you realize like, oh, there's just people who are good, really good at everything, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if you look at right. if you look at exactly, a lot of bro. like top CEOs, like top one percent people, it's like, oh, you're a genius, and the dude is jacked, and they're a like really yeah. good networker, you know? And it's like, fuck. <laughs> And he gets laid right. all the time. Yeah. <laughs> it's not it's, like, it's not an impossible like every thing to have both, but most people just can't do it. Like Right, right. Yeah, because it's a time dedication thing. You just you just can't allow laziness to creep in. That's something that I struggle with all the time. Is just like drive, you know. I 
I this quote, it's like, just, just make yourself 1% better today than you were yesterday. Make yourself 1% better every single day. Do something that in some way pr- improves upon the man that you were the day before. I think you can put yourself in a great spot. Yeah. And we're talking about intelligence. It's like, like one thing I would like to, I, I'm curious what your opinion is on this. So do you think that people are born predisposed to have a, a higher intelligence than other people? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so you, you you think it's like inherited rather than like gained from life experience? Because I, I agree with I agree with that statement. It's just interesting to like like how you could quantify that. Like, is intelligence genetic? Will a genius have a genius son? Um, I would say there's. As far as genetics, like, there's genetic factors that play into it. Um, there's certainly mm-hmm. certain genes that will make you able to process information faster. Or, like, photographic memory, for example, we've identified the gene for that. But on the other hand, I think I think it's equal. I think that your genetic de- deposition to IQ or however else you want to measure intelligence, and then your work ethic and... A lot of times, like it come, like the amount of opportunity you have, like just how you were raised, like you know what I mean. What access do you have to information? I think that's an equal part of it. Right. And again, you know, yeah. When you talk, when you look at extremely successful people or extremely intelligent people, however you want to gauge that, it's usually people that have have both. You know, so. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I think what it boils down to is I guess everybody has a range of IQ and success that they're capable of, but not everybody's range is the same. Yeah. Do you feel like we, I feel like we got taught so much bullshit about that growing up. Like, like they would tell stuff to us and say it was fact, like, oh, like you're either a left brain or a right brain person, like. I don't know. I remember, like, I'm not yeah. really good at, at like, math, yeah. right? No. You know what I mean? As an adult. And it's kind of, like, a big part of that is because I was told as a kid, it's like, oh, well, you're good at reading and history and stuff, so you're just one of those people. And, like, you know, and it's like, I, I'm i not right. bad at math because I had any, it's not my genes. It's just because I didn't work hard enough <laughs> at it. You just sit down, you, you fucking learn this. You sit down and you read shit and you memorize it. Yeah. That's all it is. And it's like a teacher could, right. if a teacher had yeah. just said that to me in third grade, be like, it doesn't matter. You're just being a pussy. Like you just have to sit down and learn stuff. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. Like, like there, there, that's, that should never be, that's, that is brain poison, honestly, because that was one of my biggest insecurities all through college. Because when I went to high school, I was the same way. Like I fucking sucked at math, but I liked to read and I liked to write. And it was like, so and I scored much higher on the English part than like the math part of the SAT and stuff. So it's like when when I was told that by my teachers because they did say the exact same thing to me. They're like, "Oh, it's it's fine. Like some people are good at this and some people are good at this. Like you're predisposed. Either you're either going to be a better at math or you're going to be better at English and literature. And it's like, why the fuck are you saying that to kids?" Like, why aren't you just, like, immediately pointing out your deficit? It's like, I decided to go to college and get get that engineering degree, and that was a struggle for me 
but a lot of that struggle was because the whole time I was like, man, like I fucking suck at math. Why am I doing this? Because I was told that. It's like, why are you telling kids that? It's brain poison. I don't suck at math. Yeah, and it's it's also, like, <laughs> first of all, what research is backing that? Dude, were you ever told the thing where they're like, well, there's eight different kinds of intelligence, and they're like, one is like nature intelligence and the other one is like math intelligence and looking back on that it's like what the fuck were you talking about <laughs> that's not a real thing yeah like just yeah. do do it all you be can good be at everything. everything yeah do it all be good at everything it's possible i promise right. <laughs> learn an instrument go to the fucking gym read your books do math do hard things you'll be yeah, better it's like what you don't have enough time to <laughs> be what the <laughs> Right, work well, out for an hour a day and yeah. learn stuff, you know, and have friends. Like I think you probably do. <laughs> <laughs> you, you do. We all have the same twenty-four, yeah. man. Everybody. You want to talk about opportunity? Our, our, what it boils down to, your opportunity is twenty-four hours in a day. Right. That's your opportunity. <laughs> what are you going to do with those hours? What are you going to do with those hours? We all have the same. We all have the same twenty-four. <laughs> that guy just used them better. I don't know. Or his dad used them better, and that's why he was able to start higher. But it's like it's still like the same twenty four. You all you all have the same twenty four. Yeah, it's just. I mean, dude, some of my like I I don't know. I have people say they're like, oh, like it would be really hard to change the early education system in a way that would make it a lot better, and I completely disagree with that. I think if you gave yeah. us full control for like a year, it would it would be pretty easy, and we don't even know anything about that. I do. I agree with you, honestly, bro. It's like I hate to be that guy where I'm like, we would do it better, but I think we would do better. I think I would do it better. <laughs> I think you would do it better. <laughs> Just don't take the shit. Just don't take the nonsense, bro. It's like instill at a young age that it's very important to make yourself like a valuable individual, like be a contributing member of society, not because it's a good thing to do, but because you fucking have to. Yeah. I mean, uh, half an hour in, um, four. Yeah, dude, I'm just, I'm like thinking deep about this right now. <laughs> Yeah, it's tough. Have you ever seen the movie Limitless with Bradley like, Cooper? <laughs> I have. I love it. Just, just it's awesome. Do, this is about this guy. He takes his pill and he becomes yeah. limitless. Hey, everybody, just do that in real life. Do exactly what he does in that movie. <laughs> you uh, you experimented with the limitless drug, didn't you? A um, bit? Yeah, a, a few times. Um, not there's. I mean, to be honest, there's nothing that's like that you know what i mean but um, it doesn't exist i think there's certainly developing your knowledge on like i don't know like balancing your diet and supplements and other things in a way that's like beneficial to your productivity is probably big what do you what are you taking now are you taking any daily supplements um I don't know, not really. I mean, I'm just drinking coffee. Um, do a little bit of ashwagandha. Dude, that's something I was saying earlier. Yep. We should totally start some kind of branded 
thing with that. Oh, what kind of product? Okay, I'm way down for that. should we do like an ashwagandha like beer <laughs> or a coffee? Or yes. do you think like a that coffee would be, would be sick. better? Because the sup coffee would be better, better and easier, more realistic to do right. coffee. <laughs> <laughs> but the beer cell, I would be, I would be like ashwagandha is out the negative supplement. effects. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> nothing you can have as many as you want and you actually just keep getting better it's awesome you get bigger you get stronger your dick gets yeah, bigger right. just drink more of it. all of the negative <laughs> things that happen when you drink are gone but all the good things are there they're gone <laughs> you, you won't even regret the decisions yeah. that you made the next day because it blocks your cortisol <laughs> production <laughs> We're getting emails. They're like, It'll turn you into Patrick Bateman. I would really like to order the ashwagandha beer, but I find it alarming that I have to email you a screenshot of an Amazon gift card to be cast in, and that someone is going to drop it off at my house and call me. <laughs> like, if you could fix the shipping process a little bit, I would appreciate it. <laughs> Bro, I really liked that point that you made earlier where it's like you don't have to like pick one thing. Like you can be good at all of it. Like that's that's just an ex- it's an excellent way to think about life. I, I saw a clip. It was one of those fucking guys. Tristan Tate, I think, was talking. <laughs> and he was like <laughs> he was like, bro, it was awesome. He's sitting in his like three piece suit with his sunglasses on and everything. And he's like, I'm sick of these dudes thinking that they're somehow a better person for being weak. And he, his, his point was basically that there's this trope. It, it, I've, I mean, I've seen it. You've seen it. We've, we've dated attractive girls, and there's been plenty of dudes in their life that are just simping for them and being like, just like all, all around an unattractive man. And then they'll see like some guy who does work out and does have shit going for him and the chick flocks to him and the guy that the guy that got ousted by the girl is sitting there and he's like man like they never go for nice guys like me they always go for douchebags bro we're nice guys too yeah right <laughs> like what we're not what do you think we're being disrespectful to these women like and that's what Tristan said he was like he was like when they go out with me, they have a great time. I'm very nice. I'm very respectful. Do you think that I'm somehow not a nice guy because I'm more attractive than you? <laughs> like, you you have both, man. It's like, you, you can say you're a nice guy, whatever, but he is as well. <laughs> like, you're not special. Right. And what I would say to that, like, if you disagree with that point, it's like, just think internally, right? So if you think about, like, mm-hmm. the most the worst mindset like the most negative emotions you've had it's never when you are in a position of control and decision making power and you're in a good spot right you're never in in a good spot like that and you're like oh let me just be an asshole just because you know like if you most people if you think back through your life like the most negative mindsets you get into and the worst emotions you have is when you're like jealous or like someone beats you you know or you're in that like revenge state Mm -hmm. so i mean think about someone whose whole life is spent thinking that way like that's the opposite of what a nice person is going to be and and you can see it because you know give someone like that power you know and those are always the worst people you know 
Oh, for sure. Right. For sure. We saw that firsthand in numerous situations, yeah. honestly, bro. Give a dude like that power yeah. and you'll so, see. So like me and Will, <laughs> you'll, see, you'll, see exactly what, you'll see exactly what the fuck happens. I mean, like we're, we're in the fraternity. Like Greek life is a prime example where it's like sometimes power gets given to dudes that never would have never would have earned it in a natural setting. And it's just always a problem. <laughs> like it's never good. Yeah, a- absolutely. <laughs> And it's because, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, if you if you gave me like way more power than I should have right now, it probably wouldn't be a good, you know, what I mean, a good thing. Like, there's definitely a natural progression yeah. that people should follow of like learning, building themselves, and then then acquiring right. decision making power. Well, it's like. You need to have, in some way, experience. Like you have to have been there before. You, you can't, you can't go four years of high school, being a dude that got disrespected all the time, to all of a sudden having the ability to like fuck up dudes that are kind of like the dudes that disrespected you for no reason. And it's like because you get you get vengeful and you get spiteful and you get angry over shit that's really not about you and it's not about them. It's about you not being able to deal with your past. Like we've all been disrespected and we've all been in situations where we felt anger and jealousy and regret and doubt. And it's like, it's very easy to let those negative emotions turn you into a bad person, but it's also very easy to let that fuel you into improving. You know, it's like, well, why did this happen to me? Why was I disrespected in this situation? Because what? I wasn't smart enough. I wasn't big enough. I wasn't nice enough. I didn't say the right thing. You make mistakes and you learn from them and you let them improve upon who you are as a person at the end of the day. It's like, or, or you can go the other way. And it's like, when you fuck up, you really let that just be a chain reaction. You just keep fucking up because you're so upset about the mistake that you made. Like whatever, man, it's like, it happened. You can't change it. We accept the things we cannot change. We change the things that we can. Right. And the, the thing with that too, is like, once you're on that fucking path, you start seeing people who are ahead of you but are uh, have the same mindset as you and are trying to accomplish the same goals like it no there will be no jealousy there it's just a respect thing you know what i mean like i i want to work for a guy that is stronger than me has more money than me and is better than me at everything right so i can i can learn from i don't want to be learning or working for someone that you know what i mean isn't a better person no, I agree with you. I agree with you 100%. But, but if you don't set yourself up to understand what the fuck it is you should be working towards, then you look at people like that mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, well, they're doing it wrong. Like, I'm better in this way. And you try and find your own little justification or whatever. And that's like the worst right. thing you can do in life is try and justify that you're better mm-hmm. than other people or you deserve things yeah. that well, other people don't because of some thing you know what i mean like oh well i'm this type of guy so, so it doesn't matter up figment. yeah right yeah it's like shut the fuck up bro yeah like <laughs> no yeah that's 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 a great point it's like like what people say like you're an average of your five closest friends totally true it's always nice to have people in your circle that that you can look up to in a good way and and like i said there's a mix like i like to think that all my friends are, are very successful and very, you know, uh, 
confident in their fields, but there are things that I'm good at and there's things that I know I'm, I'm really bad at and there's things that you're good at and there's things that you're bad at. And it, it's like, it's good to find a mix of friends that complement your weaknesses with their strengths. And I think it, it gets dangerous when people have a group of friends where everybody is exactly the same and thinks the same way and there's never any sort of agreement or disagreement because you need to be mentally challenged by people. Like you need, you need people to check you every now and then. So it's like, if you're in a friend group and it's like, you, you all your friends are what, like, like you, you, you think that you're somehow better than all your friends. And like, that's the vibe of the situation and you're not going to take their advice. Then you need to find a group of guys that, that you don't think that about, I guess, I guess, or it's like, you're kind of a douchebag for thinking that, but you should challenge yourself if that's really the situation you're in. Right. Absolutely. And I mean, if you don't think that's a big deal, like even it doesn't even have to be a situation where you're relying on people like in a life or death quote unquote situation, but any situation in life, like you, you need to have people that have your fucking back or you're fucked. It's in business in, you know, I, I, anything like, yeah, no, yeah, I know. I know. And the people (laughs) like, if you, I don't know if you're, I feel like having the ability to spot people who are like yes men and people, you know what I mean? Who are feeding you misinformation and people do do that is very important because that person isn't going to like, they're not going to have your back. (laughs) There's someone just agreeing with all your shit. It's not good. And I, you just, you need to like, like I never, I never in my life experienced more progress in the gym than when I felt like I was one of the smallest dudes there. Right. Like, I think it's, it's, it's important to, and if you feel like in, in any way you've outgrown your circle, then find a bigger one, I guess. I don't know. Change your life around. Also never think that way. Yeah. And I mean, I, I catch myself thinking in a way where it's like, Oh, like it doesn't matter what the people I'm surrounding myself with are doing. Like, as long as like I'm gonna keep my mindset strong, like it's not gonna affect me. But it's just not true. It do- like you always are comparing yourself to other people, like subconsciously. You know what I mean? So I'm. F- mm-hmm. It's just yeah, a part of it's, life. Bro. It's the way humans are designed. We're, like we're you animals. are going to work harder if everyone else mm-hmm. is working harder than you. You know, like, and you are right. you are gonna right. slack. Like if people around you are slacking, like it's because it's just easy. It's comfortable. Yeah. You're naturally going to do that. If you've got three friends that are content to make rent every week and then sit on the couch and smoke weed and eat a bag of Cheetos, <laughs> that's going to look a little bit tempting to you. Yeah. <laughs> because that's who you're surrounding yourself with, you know. And it's like it's like if if what if you got buddies and all four of them are working long hours and then hitting the gym afterwards and then they're coming home and you've sat on the couch all day, you're going to feel like a piece of shit. Right. So I think this might be a good time to uh, segue into the rules of business PowerPoint. Do you want to break down the backstory on this at all? Excellent. Uh, Yeah, 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 I can do that. So uh, as part of my and Will's college careers, we we were in a fraternity and uh, we liked to do a fun little brotherhood event generally once a year. Could have been once a semester, once or twice a year, where we would all uh, get together and anyone who wanted to would give a presentation. 
and we liked to call it drunk PowerPoint night. <laughs> Nobody was ever sober. And and if there was a fly on the wall for any any of the drunk PowerPoint nights, I think the fly would have died and we all would have been canceled. <laughs> so um, <laughs> Will gave an excellent one that since I heard it, I've I've certainly become a, a, a better man, I think, just, just because of this. And I think about it consistently, especially now that I am in a professional setting much more than I was in the past. Uh, and we have seen this recur recently. I think, Will, you could talk about the, the Elon Musk situation as well. Right. So the reason I bring this back up is, I mean, this was made kind of as a joke and it's just kind of basic stuff, but I think it stemmed from just my frustration seeing people do stuff in a way that was like inefficient. It's basically a PowerPoint against inefficient communication. Um, and I thought about it cause I saw one of the emails that Elon had sent to the Twitter employees, which nailed like three of these slides almost word for word, which is kind of funny because like everybody, everybody <laughs> knows this shit, man. Like, yeah. So the, First rule is communicate with a purpose. So um, do not speak on things until you have the proper information. That's a huge part of that. And I would say the second big part of that is communicate directly with the person that you need to speak with and don't use back channels, which is huge, huge. Just don't like, which Mm -hmm. seems so simple, but everybody be doing that. Don't tell another person. Don't tell real, another person do, to tell me something. Just tell me. Like, <laughs> right. And don't talk about me to someone else. Don't be like, I, I need to talk to you about Connor. Why don't you talk to yeah, Connor? Yeah, no. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> and if you think like, and if you disagree with this, go to any high functioning organization and see if this ever happens because it doesn't. <laughs> right. Does not on the field of battle or in like a hedge fund, no one is going up to someone and be like, Hey, like, listen, I, I really don't want to have to go talk to that guy. <laughs> so can you just go? Like and then the last part of that is no meeting needs to go over an hour, which is something that I agree with. And I think something that a lot of people in the business world agree with as well. You'll notice there's a specific link to these podcasts. Right. Well, we might we might go over an hour today. <laughs> it's a but special occasion. Happy, happy that's holidays. because this is more important than any meeting. <laughs> yes. Um, oh, and then the last part of that is don't enjoy listening to yourself talk, which I know isn't a good point since we're on a podcast right now. <laughs> and I listen to these podcasts. <laughs> And like I'm cracking up, like, dude. While I was at that gym, like yeah, doing pull ups, yeah, I was cracking dying. up to my own jokes. <laughs> and some guy was like, "You must be listening to something really funny." And I was like, "I'm." If I even told you what I was doing right now, like you would be so disappointed. <laughs> Bro, I had to turn off the second episode at my desk the other day because when we were talking about doing the the fucking live podcast and canceling the poor college student, I was in tears. I was crying. <laughs> Listen, man, it's li- it's live because you said it in real life. <laughs> I don't know what you mean by live. Everything that happens to me is live. Because I'm alive. It's live. 
I'm gonna remember it. <laughs> it would be disingenuous for us to not post you Here, saying one that. One sec, let me try and erase it from my memory. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's still there, I think. See yeah. how dumb I look? See how dumb you sound? <laughs> that was bad. <laughs> Uh, I was I would love to do that in real life. It's like we we're, I'm sure we will at some point. It'll be like we called our shot, right? <laughs> or we just get canceled. <laughs> like ah, yeah. Well, that'll probably the old too. switcheroo. Man, I'm canceled. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. So rule number two is uh, don't be a sheep. I I don't know. I made these when I was pretty hammered. I, it's just a picture of Scarface, and then it says the one bullet point just says predator over prey with like the greater than sign. <laughs> yeah, dude. I don't know. A lot could be said for that statement. Don't be a sheep. <clears throat> and then the third one is a good one. The uh, the sigma trifecta. So okay, this is one that needs to be broken down. So here. <laughs> There are four things. Booling, studying, working out, and sleeping. Now, Connor, do you want to explain how these things can be broken up into a day and how many of these you can implement per day? Mm, interesting. Excellent, excellent, because it's so funny that the fucking Sigma trifecta is exactly the shit we were just talking right. about. <laughs> so you got four things. Bulling, studying, working out, and sleeping. I I think that I like to think that everybody has their own little philosophy on how to treat these things. But for me, during the week, when I was in school, it was studying. Now it's working. So bulling is in the background. What I'm doing is I'm studying and I'm working out. On the weekends, and I'm sleeping. I'm studying, I'm working out, and I'm sleeping a decent amount. On the weekends, sleep is significantly in the background. That's gone. Studying is gone. Working out is gone. And bullying is happening. So if you look at my week as like a, a bar chart, right? So during Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, we got studying and working out are looking really good. The other two are pretty low gets to thursday bullying is, is pumping up a little bit sleep is down gets to friday bullying's way high studying is still kind of up there sleep is down <laughs> working out though i always hit a good friday workout before we lift or before we, we pull and then saturday is just pretty much only bull so the average is you, you get you get you do get a good little trifecta even though it's four you get a, a quadfecta <laughs> If you average it out at the end of the week. Right. And I guess the message. But everybody has their own philosophy. I'll, I'll be curious if yours was any different from that. No, I completely agree. <clears throat> and I think the main point with this is don't feel like you have to limit yourself to base your personality off like one of these things. You just have to set your schedule mm -hmm. up in a way where everything is like balanced. You know what I mean? So don't feel like, Absolutely. oh, like. Yep. I'm really, like, I'm very focused on, like, learning and working, so, like, I can't do any of the other stuff. You can, maybe not every day, but if you need just, like, an mm -hmm. easy way, to, there's only four things you can do in life. It's those four things. There's literally nothing else you can do. Right. So just 
use just block right. those up in your week and you'll be good just make sure it's all balanced out yeah and i think a trap that many young men fall into is and this is tough to see it's always tough to hear and it's tough to see so if you don't enjoy the bull that's one thing that's totally fine some people for, for them bullying is very different for them a bull would be a nice dinner with their girlfriend or their family. That's that's a bull, some leisure time. For others, the bull is is a rave with your shirt off and waking up in a ditch. That's also <laughs> fine. Super fucking fun. <laughs> Both of them. But I think a big issue is people will, will take the working out and they're like, oh, but I want to look really good and I want to be healthy so I can't drink and I can't bull because I want to do this. And it's fine if you don't want to. But if you want to go out with your friends and you want to have a good time and you want to drink, you're not it's not worth it to sacrifice all of that to look a little bit better in the mirror, man. And I will say one of my favorite Don Mazzetti quotes. Awesome yeah. guy. Uh, let, let me just channel that a little bit. All right. <laughs> Lifting weights. And not going and drinking is like buying the tuxedo and skipping prom to stay home and jerk off alone. And that is true. It is like that. It really is. It's like, what are you looking so good for, man? If you want a bull, bull. Ziz did it. Goddamn hero. hero. American hero. Rest in peace. Mm -hmm. All honor to his name. Alright, dude, I don't know. Should I even do the next one? It's the admit nothing one with the jo- picture of the Joker. <laughs> yeah, I think you should. I think you should. I think you should. Oh, dude, we- I've exhausted my Jenny supply. I'm moving on Cheers. to blue lights. Uh, blue lights that my buddy left in my place last night. Shout out, Tyler. Thanks, bro. Dude, I think the only blue lights I drink are when people leave them. It's a good beer to leave somewhere, and it's greatly appreciated. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's nice. Never, <laughs> like I, I had a similar. I said you found them in the garage. I right. found them in my fridge. <laughs> don't get, don't get someone those, but just leave them somewhere, somewhere weird. <laughs> just leave them around. Put one. Yeah, in. it's nice. If I'm moving my chair and I'm like, oh fuck, there's a tall boy in blue. <laughs> oh take, shit! Thanks, man. The, you shouldn't take have the top off someone's toilet and just fill that with. with <laughs> 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 They're hot water tank. <laughs> <laughs> gets to a point where they call a plumber he's like yo you got some good right. friends man <laughs> look they left you Labatt <laughs> oh shit there's Labatt in there is your hot water tank shot yeah but you know what that sounds like a pretty good way to watch Thursday night football with plumber Dave and he's got and he's got some interesting <laughs> fucking stories to tell <laughs> Some uh, of them you don't agree with that much, but guys always do. you're not going to say anything. <laughs> the bluer the collar, <laughs> the bluer the collar, the better right. the night. <laughs> All right, so the next one, and we're going to have to break this down. This is kind of a joke, but actually I researched this, and this was actually a quote that was made by a uh, mafia boss in New York, I guess. Um, so it says, Whoa. it's admit nothing, deny everything, and make counter accusations. Now... <laughs> at first glance there's a lot of negative connotations to this however 
don't feel like this cannot be used in a positive way. As long as your end goal is positive, like sometimes you got to do this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think basically what this mm-hmm. gets down to is like, um, I don't know, man. If you're if you're pressed, this is what you got to do. I'm sorry. <laughs> we right. all we all try <laughs> to do try to Never. be good with God, but like sometimes you you're getting pressed about something, and like I'm telling you, what you got to mm-hmm. do is. I mean, what I have in the slides here is number one, foolproof way to get out of anything. And the pictures I have is, mm-hmm. I think it's just Tyler Durden with his shirt off and the Joker. I don't know. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> well, so we all make mistakes. Generally, when we make a mistake, we know that we've made a mistake and you have your own personal atonement. You're a grown man at the end of the day. You make peace with whatever God you need to make peace with and you make peace with yourself. When you have people coming at you for the mistake that you made, there's no reason to dig yourself deeper with speech. So you don't need to give them any sort of satisfaction in admitting your wrongdoing. And they have made mistakes as well. So feel free to turn it back around on them. Do a deep dive into their life and be like, listen, man, you did this in 2016. I don't really think you have any legs to stand on. Also, I never did that. Right, because, I mean, verbiage and tonality and just how you speak in general is important. So, like, I don't think it's good to go out and try and be overly aggressive with people and, you know what I mean, and and press people, I guess. But if someone is doing that to you, like, it's something that you have to rehearse in your own mind to be able to shut someone down in a in a mental chess game and then also be able to turn turn that around and keep control of the situation. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's and it's also Absolutely. a good way to de-escalate conflicts before it gets to a worse place. And will I will say I think that this is one thing that you you are very very good at. I think you you definitely have a strength in this in that that, that is higher than mine. Um there's one situation I remember. Me and Will were in a pretty crowded house party. I think it was sophomore year of college. And, like, neither one of us, it was a highlighter party. And neither one of us had our shirts on. And we were we were born. Like, we were up on the table and shit. Like, we were dancing with chicks. So we were having a great time. But some, you got to understand, if you're making, like, uh, yourself to be a little bit of a spectacle, other dudes aren't going to like that and they're going to want to like try to take you down a peg or something. So this guy totally his intention was to have this fight or whatever. Like he didn't really have any reason to come up to us, but we're standing like grabbing another drink and this guy comes and kind of like pushed me like really hard from like my shoulder and looked down at my shoes. And he was like, yo, your shoes are untied, man. You kind of look like an idiot. And at this point, me and Will turn around to this guy, and uh, and I was like, I said something kind of just. Oh, I was like, why don't you bend down and tie it for me? Like, I said like something kind of disrespectful. Funny as and then um, and, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then he got like hella in our faces. Like this dude's like looking up at me and Will, like spitting, yelling, like go oh, take it outside, like just going crazy, and. Will like leans down into his ear and it's just basically like, listen, man, both of us have been formally trained in the martial arts. So if you really want to go outside with two of us at the same time, or even one, 
you can pick it, but I just don't think it would like end very well for any of us, especially you. <laughs> and then the guy immediately had a friend that was behind him that heard Will say that. And the friend pulled him away and was like, I'm really sorry, guys. Like, it's fine. So that was a good situation where it's like, that guy came over with the intention of just causing a problem and causing a fight. And dudes do that. I like, I know dudes that do that. They go to bars like that's that's their night out. Some dudes go to bars to get laid and some dudes go to bars to fight another guy. And it you know what, man? It's like if that's what you want to do, that's fine. But that's not me and that's not Will. So it's like this guy came and was just like really just wanted to fight. Like that was his dance for the night. That's what he wanted to do. And Will squashed it like nothing and it was awesome. It was a good situation because we all got home and we all got a great night's sleep and nobody was picking up teeth the next day and it was it, no there was no hospital bills and there was no cops and that's how it should always go and like if i think if if you are going to get into a physical altercation with another man you need to have a very 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 justifiable reason or else your life could get fucked just like that for nothing it's not worth it ever right and i think um <clears throat> now that i'm thinking about this so i think really the end point with this right is that a good thing to mm-hmm. understand is if we had admitted our wrongdoing then and started to be like, oh, like, sorry, like, you're you're right, bro. Like, you would think that that guy is going to stop, but you would only think that because you would think that his intention was to get us to admit to our wrongdoing and apologize and that's it. But that wasn't what he wanted out of it. It was never about what we were doing. It's about what he wanted out of the situation, which, like you said, was probably he just wanted to fight anyone. So the best way to, like, fix that situation is to not admit your wrongdoing and then try and, like, move counter in a way, like, mentally where you can kind of just squash things and then it's over with. Do you know what I mean? Like... Yeah, absolutely. I know what you mean. It's it's important to stand your ground in a way that doesn't escalate the aggression. Right. And th- that's can sometimes be difficult to do. Um, it's It really just boils down to don't allow yourself to be disrespected, but also don't needlessly disrespect others. Try to, you can match the energy, just don't escalate. And you need to be prepared for when it does get there. Also, don't don't ever be in a situation where, you know, you're you're going to be in problem. Yeah, and it does suck because I mean, I don't know. There's it, it there's people do, do that are just thinking so illogically. Like it's just pure like right. emotional reflex, and it's just like you know what I mean. So you have to kind of understand that, I guess, but. Yeah, yeah. You need to understand that that whatever they're saying right now, they're either not going to remember it or they're going to like very much regret it the next day. And the the man, the man that you're talking to when you're all out and you've had a million drinks is not the man that that he is on a day to day basis. But it can be tough sometimes. Like I I do definitely struggle sometimes when like I run into guys like that. Like I mean I go out all the time. It's like dudes like that are out every single night, and it's like. You do. There are situations where you will be like completely confident in your ability to to take this guy outside and forget about it the next day and be fine. But it's it's also like you got to kind of swallow your ego there and just understand that it's not worth it. 
it never is and i feel like the best way to know that is like i mean if you talk to anyone who's lived like a very like hard life and like experienced a lot of stuff you will not talk to a single guy like that whoever says that escalation is the right way to handle something because they know like it's just it's never a good outcome so i don't know yeah good point final rule um i got a question did you have a coffee this morning I, I had several coffees this morning. What would it be chill if someone asked you what you put in it? <laughs> Absolutely not. I would say, <laughs> "What the fuck is your problem, man? That's none of your business. What are you trying to do? Get me fucking fired?" <laughs> so the final, the final rule of business is um, never ask a man what's in his coffee. Now, at first glance, this might seem like a goofy thing to even think about. <laughs> However, it's extremely important. Extremely important. In all aspects of life, really. <laughs> and I guess like what <laughs> that comes down to is it's kind of like a good example of like don't like meddle in other people's shit that's not involving you at all. Like that's a good rule of business right. to just have. It's not affecting you. Like you got to be able right. to just think about some things and be like, I don't know what's going on there, but like, I don't want to know, and I'm just not mm-hmm. going to think about it. Right. Like if I see you pouring a coffee, <laughs> and maybe I got a bit of a problem with you pouring and drinking your coffee across the room. There's no reason for me to come over and ask you what what, what you got in that in that coffee, man. <laughs> and likewise, if I'm pouring my coffee, don't ask me what's in it. Just let me pour my coffee. Is it affecting you? Am I pouring my coffee on you? No, I'm pouring my coffee in my own mug and I'm drinking it alone. Don't ask me what I put, fucking put in it. And I was thinking about this morning, and the reason <laughs> that that would be an issue is because, like, the only person that would ask you what was in your coffee is someone who has the intention to leverage that information on you in a negative way. Because if, let's say, you were putting right. something, like if you were throwing some Baileys in your coffee, I don't know, just like trying to have a nor- a normal yeah. Wednesday, <laughs> like, and a, another another dude was right on now. the same vibe, like, he wouldn't be like, what's in your coffee? Like, he would probably come up and be like, yo, like, hit me with that. Like, not directly acknowledge it. And then yeah. it would be a chill thing. For sure. And this ties into, this is something I truly believe, is that the lowest level of conversation is conversations where you're talking about other people and events that do not involve you in the other way. Like, just stupid, like, gossip. Like, if you listen to this podcast, like, I don't think we ever are just gossiping about people that just don't involve, like, I have no motive to do that, and I don't think that creates anything positive ever. Right. And and you never will hear us doing that either. It's it's just not not conducive to any sort of personal or social growth. I hate it so much when I hear like, well, he said that you did this and it's something that I never did. Like nothing makes me angry, honestly. Right. And it's like there's so much like you're wasting that brain power on that it's like the things you want to be talking about like surround yourself with people who are talking about the future and talking about like ideas even stupid ideas like even if we're having a conversation about like some ai bullshit like that's still better for my brain than talking about like i don't know (laughs) 
like some personal yeah, issue someone else is having that I don't have any involvement in. Like I don't I don't care. I don't care what's in your coffee. I don't care. I got <laughs> Yeah. I don't I don't care why right, they broke exactly. up. Exactly. <laughs> That's a good <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I don't care what's in your coffee. <laughs> I love it. And the the pic- Yeah. Ah. Uh, the picture I have on this one is that guy in the it. gas station when he's like, "Does anybody want a pot of coffee?" <laughs> <laughs> I just made a fresh pot of coffee. He's getting picked out. Hey, hey, man, get the fuck out of there. Dude, did you see the vid- Did you watch that Instagram link I just sent you where the guy go- go runs in and kisses the security no. guard? Oh, bro. Take a, just take a look at, at uh, the Snapchat I sent you earlier. Oh, my God. Because I, I wanted to talk about it a little bit. I think the coffee video, the... Uh, Dude, what's the Walmart video where the guy is saying no? no. He's just yelling yeah. like, you'll do nothing. <laughs> and he's like, you'll do nothing. <laughs> he's like, what are you going to, you'll do nothing. <laughs> so that, the coffee video, that video, and the Joker cake <laughs> in the security guard's face. <laughs> Very similar vibe to this one. Just take a look at this. I don't know. Wait, I can't find it. Um... Yeah. I, I thought that I, I clicked on it and I clicked on the one where it's like it has the picture of the dude from Shot Caller on it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I probably have Man, already watched that. <laughs> yeah. Shot Caller. Yeah, I sent it again. Dude, why are all those all those videos like are a certain genre and I don't know like what? <laughs> it's like. It makes me concerned for who's making <laughs> yeah. them at the end of the day. But those are the funniest <laughs> like, ones. Bro, you poured through a lot of footage. Like, the key, <laughs> yeah, so already here I'm seeing bad camera quality, someone who is not an influencer or trained in video production. Yep, and I see this guy's face. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> the funniest thing is seeing, like, in the person's... <laughs> Craziest things I've seen in a minute. An uh, act, yeah, an so, act so of pure run, chaos. <laughs> run a little bit of a play-by-play of the video. So basically, we have a, a just a normal-looking dude outside of some sort of like security checkpoint to some facility that seems like it's under lock and key, like there's a fence <laughs> around it and stuff. And he's like, "Oh, I wonder what's up with all the, the heavy security here," and he walks in on a like a very obese security guard behind the desk and the guard gives him like a rehearsed statement like grab your key card and hard hat and go through that door and the guy's like what did you say he's like i gotta ask you something instead he's like hey, what do you gotta ask me man and he gets real close and he grabs the security guard by the front of his shirt and collar and pulls him in <laughs> like really hard and kisses him on his head and then the security guard is like a rage freak out and starts like knocking shit over and telling him to get the fuck out of there and the guy gets out and he gives like one of those like faces and he's like really? dude it's like those are the funniest kind of videos just like <laughs> Pure, just the killing behavior. Yeah. 
That should be another thing, you know, bro. It's like everybody wants to talk about Sigma males. I think the coffee guy, the goo goo ginga guy, that security guard visitor, and the the Joker cake. I think that should be a whole new yeah. Realm no, that has to be like a certain, <laughs> a certain this is something character. else. Like yeah, like what. I don't know, bro. I don't. I don't know the the people are talking about humans like it's a wolf pack ranking with these Greek letters, uh, epsilon, epsilon human, <laughs> right there. <laughs> Dude, it is crazy. Yeah, like <laughs> I don't even know what some of the things mean. Like I still think that memes are funny when I watch those videos, but like I see like a. Uh, Delta male <laughs> caption. I'm like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> there is, I dude. I, I wish I could remember his Instagram. This one dude used to post like <clears throat> when we were young. I would see him on YouTube. It was like 2018, 2019. He used to post like fashion tips and behavior tips for men. He was and like hygiene stuff. He was like the short guy, but it was like, genuinely like great advice. Alpha M, yeah, 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 for sure. And I remember when the Sigma stuff started going out, and he made a video, and he was like, what the fuck, a Sigma? What the fuck's right. a Sigma? And I see that clip of him <laughs> saying that on, like, so many edits now, and I'm like, that poor fucking guy, like, literally just genuinely a good dude posting, like, wholesome quality content gets blindsided by this movement that's kind of swept right. him up in it, I'd imagine. I haven't watched him recently, but it's like, Sigma? What the fuck's the Sigma? <laughs> he was like, well, I'll call myself an alpha male because it's funny, relatable, and it, like, defines my brand well. Oh, sir, you misunderstood the internet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Checkmate. <laughs> Guess what? Now there's eight <laughs> different types of them, and do you know what a joker pill is? He's like, what? <laughs> He's like with his wife. He's like, I don't know if I can keep doing this. <laughs> I don't. Honey. I don't think I'm Joker pill. <laughs> I can't keep up with these kids. <laughs> I'm genuinely concerned. He's like, I just wanted to teach people about the good skincare tips. <laughs> now there's a dude. He's like now trying I'm to kiss DMs. a security guard. Four people sent me my address. <laughs> <laughs> they sent me a picture of our house, honey. Oh, we we've been dying. We've been dying. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we gotta go. It was the coffee guy, dude. So that's so I never really uh, was a big like Twitch guy. I never watched Twitch streamers or anything like that. But I saw some clip the other day where a dude was sitting down playing video games and his house got fucking got raided swatted. by SWAT. Yeah. yeah, yeah, so that's a thing. Like, I was reading the comments. It was like, so, like, people will watch Twitch streams and when they have the guy's address, they'll call in, like, a fucking active shooter or a bomb threat or whatever and they'll send a SWAT team and fuck the guy up when he's live. Dude, I- crazy and that's an no, awesome it's thing honestly that's so funny literally insane so like that became like a big problem and i guess what's, so what's funny is like the calls that they have to make to get that to happen is they usually say that the twitch streamer is like holding someone hostage because like that's the best <laughs> way which is so terrible dude bro it's like you see this guy playing what's so, yeah, what's so fucked playing yeah, yeah. video games well it's it's like <laughs> They try to make it like it's like this practical joke. 
but you're sending in grown men that are trained in these situations with like live firearms. You're gonna get somebody fucking killed. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's literally yeah, insane. Like, these guys are sweeping the house like it's fucking Call of Duty. Like you're gonna get a guy shot as soon as he opens the door and there's a quick movement. Like, boom. well, it's also like, oh, uh-oh. do you know how scary it is to walk into a house thinking that there's a hostage situation? Like, yeah, it's bro, because you gotta be ready. Right. You gotta be yeah. on like, that fast twitch. Like, <laughs> yeah, bro. I I, uh, I played through the new Modern Warfare campaign. That shit could have been a movie. It was yeah. awesome. No, that was like. <clears throat> almost too real yeah i love there was like this little twist where it's like their uh their whole like operation the black ops guys kind of turned on um turned on soap and ghost and they had to go rogue for a little bit it was like you seen that mark Wahlberg movie yeah Shooter? awesome movie yeah awesome movie awesome movie <sighs> The um, they made a show of that too. I, I wanted to check it out, but it's like I have a hard time when they do these adaptations of things where it's like I completely know the story already because it's like I don't know. It's cool to see a book get turned into a movie, but to see a movie get turned into a show, like they do the same thing with Limitless. It's like I love Limitless, but I'm not watching a Limitless show. It's just it doesn't <laughs> hit without Bradley Cooper, bro. It's like I I don't know. He killed yeah, that shit, right? Something about he would have been the per- person in real life. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Burnt was yep. awesome. Bradley Cooper schizo chef. What is like, um, dude? I, I... <clears throat> like I was thinking like last topic. So we got. I feel like we gotta write a movie at some point, and I've been trying to think like what is our, like what is the golden plot and the golden script. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Um, yeah yeah well it's got to be something that's like a, in some way like kind of like relatable to right. our lives so we can make it real like when uh ben affleck and matt damon sat down and wrote good will hunting they killed it because they made themselves play yep. themselves like two fucking dudes from southie boston they talked exactly how they talk in real life they acted exactly how they acted in real life and they wrote a story that was kind of outlandish but they got you know they got it. They got it. They got Robin Williams. They got a good soundtrack, and it's a fucking awesome. I think it's one of my top fives. Good Will Two Hunting. Two people, it on different occasions have been like, yeah, like you're kind of like Ben Affleck in Good Will Hunting, and I was like, I don't. I was like, that is not a nice. Like, that's not a compliment, man. I, I see that. <laughs> that's such like a. I see that. Well, bro. I mean, if we're, if we're following in their steps, you're definitely the Ben yeah. Affleck. <laughs> you look like him. Sounds like well, you're. You know what you should do? Yeah. If you're if you're if you're like pursuing like the fitness account and stuff, you should reenact the Ben Affleck Batman <laughs> workout shit. Like, you know how he's doing the pull-up, yeah. the weighted pull-ups, and he's smashing the tire, and he's, like, dragging the shit? You should just recreate that shot for shot and post it It's like it a somewhere. Kino body video with I the real would... Ben Affleck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ben Affleck is like, I don't, I don't even know. <laughs> he's like, aren't yeah. I the real Ben Affleck? <laughs> People are like, dude, ben this guy Affleck. is way more like Ben Affleck would be in real life than Ben Affleck. <laughs> Like, this is what Ben Affleck would be if he was, like, real. (laughs) 
<laughs> I love Ben Affleck, bro. Uh, <laughs> Gone Girl was sick. You watched no, Gone I'm going to watch that. I heard it's good. Oh, yeah, do yourself a favor. It, it makes you pissed off, bro. Like, you'll be mad through the whole movie, honestly. What is it about? It's basically like he he's married to this insane woman oh. who goes leaps and bounds to fuck his life up. Well, that'll be good for my I don't spoil. I, I don't, I don't want <laughs> to spoil anything, but it's like she puts in the work to fuck this dude's life up. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I don't know. I think... <sighs> like, if I was... I think this, the a good movie would be, like, a mix between... I want a character that's like Ryan Gosling's character in um what's that fucking rom com? Uh oh, a cr- crazy yeah. stupid. So love. we need a character like that. Yeah. And then I also want like a mm-hmm. like a complete psycho character. Like a nightcrawler type dude. Like a Lou Bloom. Ooh. And then like those two yeah, dudes yeah, yeah. are in some type of business ordeal. That goes really south. Mm. Nice, I like that. Like a, uh, mm, like the Big Short mixed with Shane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just make the most sick. Like, Sigma like movie of all. It starts. Time. I think it would be great to have like a huge tone switch where it, like it starts off like not lighthearted. But funny, like it's like a, you're like oh, it's like a dark comedy, whatever. Like it's funny, and then hard switch, like shit goes shit goes south, and then it's like drama, action, nocturnal animals level dark. Like yo, nuts. What if it's like, and you don't? What expect if it, it like it starts off where it's just the one person, like the main character, and he starts off as like the crazy stupid love guy, and but like we do the whole beginning of the movie oh, they, where it like you think it's just a totally mm-hmm. different genre. Like it starts off as like a comedy rom com, yeah. and then it just gets super mm-hmm. yeah, like nocturnal animals, taxi driver, bad. It's just like you're like right. whoa, holy fuck! Like yeah, like you the movie where you leave like visibly shaken <laughs> up because you're like like do we just make shit. it <laughs> the worst movie ever made? <laughs> Because, like, there's something to be said about, like, when you go to watch a movie that you know is fucked up and you know it's it's going to be dark because you're, you're ready for it. But if you go to see a movie and you're, like, not prepared and then that shit hits you and you're, like, you're, it's got you thinking about life for two weeks. Right. Like, but I like that. Like, like it starts off, like, like, you get, like, really, like, emotionally attached to this character and stuff. And then either something really bad happens to him or he starts to, I think maybe he starts doing some really right. bad things and you're like, oh. We should name the movie. But there's a couple. There's we a, should name it like the something yeah, yeah. incident. <laughs> <laughs> but just like a yeah, vague like name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, excuse me. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, um... How did Avatar 2 do, by the way? I know we were talking about James Cameron the other day. Do, do you know, um, like, the numbers on the... Because that was a very expensive movie. I would be interested to see Avatar. if it in any... I bet you it's not close. Let's see. I don't really have that many friends that went and saw it. 
Um, I didn't see it yet. So, I don't know what a domestic debut is, but it made 134 mil domestic debut. That doesn't sound like a profit. Mm. You know James Cameron spent a few mil on this so. guy. Um, right, got to at least at least one. Yeah, no, it looks like it's doing good. I like the underwater stuff, but like my okay. favorite part of the first Avatar movie was like with the humans like coming in. So like if it's just the alien people, I don't know <laughs> how fun that's going to be. <laughs> Ah, uh, yeah, I agree with you. Like, the, the, the most interesting part of the movie was the conflict between, like, the humans and them. But, like, if it's just, if it's just, like, a blue planet Avatar alien movie, like, why am I, why am I going to sit for three and a half hours, I guess? Like, I don't right. know. It's, that's a that's a long movie. That's an ask. I could sit for three and a half hours for Matt Reeves' Batman because I love Batman. But, like, I don't love Avatar. I'm not. Dude. Like, I'm sure it's fine. (laughs) When we watched the new Batman in theaters, I ate two of those ice cream sandwiches, but it's like a sandwich with two chocolate chip cookies. (laughs) I ate two of those, and then I drank two Tall Boy Voodoo Ranger IPAs. Voodoo Ranger. So, like, the amount of chemicals that went into my brain, like, I don't even... (laughs) Yeah. Bro, I smoked smoked a whole pack of those... uh, Hostess mini donuts, the chocolate covered <laughs> ones. I, I ate a whole bag. That shit's gotta be seventeen hundred calories. Like, <laughs> well, I gave a couple to Colin, the ape person. It <laughs> was probably so <laughs> loud too. Like the whole movie, I'm just like coughing and like then cracking a loud ass, <laughs> drinking beers and shit. But dude, I fucking loved it, and I was I was talking to my brother the other day, and I was like, I think that just it that just fell into place. Like, I think every aspect of my day prior and just like preparing for that movie was just so perfect that I sat down and had an excellent cinematic experience. Because I haven't watched it again since, but I loved the movie. I was like, that was an awesome fucking Batman movie. Yeah, that's one of those weird movies where. Like, the experience seeing it in the theater was perfect. Like, that was one of the best movies I've seen in a theater probably ever. But I don't really have any inclination. I'll probably rewatch it, but I don't, like, feel like I need to rewatch it. Right. It was just, like, the, like, that night was, like, the experience was sick. Well, we watched it with a bunch of our boys, and we were, like, drinking and eating, and it it was awesome, and everybody was so dialed into the movie, and then we talked about it with, like, a dozen people for a very long time afterwards, so it's, like, I'll always be, like, sentimental about that movie, and in, in, in ways, like, just objectively, I think that I, that, that's probably my favorite rendition of Batman, even though... And that's a big thing for me to say because I love the Christopher Nolan series, but it's like I just I'm very excited to see what happens in the second <clears throat> the second uh, iteration of this James Patterson. Uh, bro, uh, this this chick that lives across the street from me was like taking this mattress out, and she said she was like. Zac Efron had slept in his bed, and I was like, "Cap, that, that didn't happen." No, I, that did not and happen. She said that her, yeah. <laughs> she was like, "No, my ex boyfriend 
was his my ex boyfriend's friend was friends with Robert Pattinson, and they would chill. And Zac Efron knew Robert Pattinson, so both of them had slept in this bed at one point. That's that's so sick. <laughs> and I was like, cool. <laughs> like I I I hope I hope you're not lying because that's a very yeah. specific story that you just said. Like <laughs> I hope you're not lying because I'm gonna tell everybody about this, and also it's gonna right. be on a podcast. <laughs> Right, I just read that word yeah. for word. <laughs> Dude, I wonder, like, if we have, like, people lis- that listen to this that are, like, like people that know us, but we're not, like, really friends with them. Like, I'm, I'm curious, like... Yeah. Shout out to anybody listening right now if, if you're, like, just following me on Instagram and we've never met in real life. Because, like, I appreciate you. Right. <laughs> Yeah, dude, it's going to be exciting to see, like, where this goes, just as far as outreach. But I don't know. I feel like it's been going good. Yeah. I even, dude, I went back to episode one, too, like, pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Well, at the end of the day, it's stuff. Like, I don't know. I think I'm being genuine when I say it. Our, our podcast is something that I would personally listen to and be entertained by. So, at the end of the day, like, what more can you do? I mean... We'll 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 try to get some sponsorships. We might toss a couple bucks at some people to spread the name, and then uh, see where it goes from here. But we do really actually like this is something that me and Will are very serious about. Um, if you do know us personally, please feel free to reach out with topics or any sort of input. Like criticism is huge. If there's something we're doing that you don't like or you think is impeding our success, like let us know. You got the Sunday Porch Pod on Instagram. You could DM that, and you could DM me personally. You could text me. You could text Will. Just just uh, reach out. Feel free. We're going to have some guests on starting pretty soon, too. It's like, like I said, like this is something we're serious about. We would like this to, to be successful. We're not we're not just doing this. We are doing it for fun. This is very fun. I really enjoy doing this every week. But, uh, <laughs> like, I, I, would, I would like to see this go somewhere for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, if you want to reach out. DM probably the best way. Second best way, navigate some kind of courier to drop off a handwritten message. Just make sure they don't jump out of a bush because we really don't want to have to deal with that again. So, nah, yeah, big problem. But yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, excellent episode. I'll get this up immediately. All right, so we'll wrap it up. Thanks everybody, and uh, good to talk to you, Connor. Wrap this guy up. Always word. For sure.